Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Today is Thursday, January 24th. The shutdown is causing more delays, and not just at the airport. Think your tax refund and the president's speech. Plus, Amazon's new delivery robot and those candy hearts won't be around this Valentine's Day. Then hang out after the news for Thing to Know Thursday. We're talking about the cannabis industry. What to watch for in 2019. Welcome, welcome to the Newsworthy. All the day's news in less than 10 minutes. Fast, fair, fun, and on the go. I'm Erica Mandy. Thanks so much for being here. You ready? Let's do this. It's official. President Trump will not give his State of the Union address next week unless the shutdown ends first. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said he's not welcome in the House chamber until the government is back open. This comes in the middle of a political battle between Trump and Pelosi. Then the Wall Street Journal reports President Trump had plans to address Americans from a different location. But late last night, Trump said he'll actually wait after all until the shutdown is over. The State of the Union address was scheduled for next Tuesday. Now it's TBD. More voting and negotiating happening today as lawmakers try to see what might actually end the longest government shutdown ever. First, the AP reports top Democrats in the House say they might give President Trump as much as the full $5.7 billion he's asking for if he'll open the government. But here's the catch. The money cannot be used for a wall or other physical barrier at the border. And that's been the sticking point for Trump. Instead, Democrats said the money could be used for different types of security at the border, using things like drones and other technology. A letter outlining that offer is expected in the coming days, so stay tuned for a response. Today, it's lawmakers in the Senate who are voting on two competing bills, but both are expected to fail and get nowhere. In the meantime, the Washington Post reports IRS employees are the latest federal workers to stop showing up. Tens of thousands were asked to work without pay to make sure your tax refund gets out on time. But union leaders say don't count on it. Some workers are protesting instead. Others say they simply can't afford it. At least one young teen is trying to help out, though. CBS News says the boy won a lifetime supply of peanut butter from a contest, so now he's giving away free peanut butter to furloughed employees. President Trump's former lawyer Michael Cohen says he will not testify publicly after all, at least not when he was supposed to on February 7th. The reason? Cohen says President Trump and his new lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, have been threatening him. We don't know the nature of the alleged threats, but a source told NBC News that Cohen's wife and father-in-law are scared and that the threats are real. In response, President Trump says Cohen has only been threatened by the truth. Remember, Cohen worked with Trump for years, but he's now cooperating with the investigation into Russia, the Trump campaign, and the 2016 presidential election. Whether he testifies or not next month, Cohen is scheduled to go to prison for his crimes in March. Massive protests in Venezuela this week, and now an order for all Americans to get out. CBS News reports hundreds of thousands of protesters were demanding President Nicolas Maduro step down, and the opposition leader Juan Guaido declared himself president. Since then, President Trump took what some call an extraordinary step. He says he supports and recognizes Guaido as the new leader. So did Canada and more than a dozen other countries. 
That made President Maduro order all American diplomats to leave the country within 72 hours, and it puts those still there at risk. Venezuela is on the verge of economic collapse with even the basics like food hard to come by. Millions of people have already tried to leave. Here we go again. Millions of documents from some of the biggest banks in the U.S. were exposed online. Yes, another data breach. TechCrunch reports 24 million banking documents were available online without a password for two weeks before they were taken down. We're talking loan, mortgage, and tax documents with people's addresses, social security numbers, and bank account info. The analytics company out of Texas that is reportedly responsible here says it's working with law enforcement and contacting customers who may have been affected. The FDA just gave the green light to a new type of cancer test, one that comes from the DNA testing company 23andMe. The test checks for hereditary colorectal cancer syndrome. Bloomberg reports the new test looks for two gene mutations that could increase someone's risk for this cancer. The company says the nearly $200 test can be life-saving, but they do note not all colon cancers are caused by genetic factors. And just because you may have a certain gene variation, it doesn't mean you'll get cancer. Critics say these types of results can be confusing for patients and should only be provided by a doctor. More news still ahead, but a quick break for today's sponsor, Social Media Marketing World. This is a conference happening in March that is for anyone involved or interested in social media and marketing. I'm honored to be moderating some of the sessions with the world's leading experts in this industry. They are there to help you and share the latest tactics for social media. We know by now that social media and the online world is changing constantly. So this event is always adapting as well to make sure you're in the know and can succeed in social media in 2019. Social Media Marketing World is also known for its networking. You get to meet big names in the industry and build relationships with other marketers and creators. So whether you have your own business or you need to go and convince your boss to send you, be sure to join me in San Diego, California, this March 20th to 22nd. And when you get your ticket at thenewsworthy.com slash social media event, be sure to let me know and we will meet up and connect. Just go to thenewsworthy.com slash social media event to get your ticket and meet me there. Thenewsworthy.com slash social media event. Now back to the news. Amazon is putting delivery robots on the streets, at least six of them in one neighborhood north of Seattle. So it's a test. The delivery machines drive themselves and are about the size of a cooler on wheels. It drives about walking pace. Amazon calls it Scout, and for now there will be an employee walking around with these robots. Engadget says Amazon is definitely not the only company working on delivery robots like these, so expect to see more in your future. Hulu is now the one changing its prices. For live TV users, your bill is about to go up $5 a month at the end of February. The AP reports Hulu Live TV, which is sort of like a cable package, will soon cost $45 a month. But the basic package, the one with on-demand service only, will actually be $2 cheaper, down from $8 a month to 6 Keep in mind, this price cut for the ad-supported version comes just after Netflix said it's raising prices. As for YouTube TV, it's expanding. Fortune reports YouTube TV will be available in 98% of the country now. It started in just five cities a few years ago. The competition in the streaming world continues to grow. Bloomberg released its list of the most innovative countries and the U.S. made the top 10. It's at number eight, to be exact, up from last year when the U.S. was in 11th place. 
South Korea took the top spot, while Germany, Finland, Switzerland, and Israel finished off the top five. Bloomberg says they look at things like patent activity, productivity, and education. Hall of Fame history was made this week. The former New York Yankees closer, Mariano Rivera, became the first player to unanimously be elected into the National Baseball Hall of Fame. The Bleacher Report says all 425 voters put his name on the ballot. Well, you may notice something missing on store shelves this Valentine's Day. Sweethearts as in those conversation heart candies. Those little candy hearts, by the way, were the most popular candy for the holiday in 2018, at least according to CandyStore.com. But apparently the original producer went out of business. CNBC says the new owner acquired the brand just in September last year, so it hasn't had time to produce them for this year. Sweethearts are expected to relaunch next year. And that's it for the main news today, but it's now time for Thing to Know Thursday, where a different expert explains a different thing to know only on Thursdays after the news. This week, we're talking about the cannabis industry. It's been three months now since Canada legalized recreational marijuana, and more and more American companies are getting involved. So what should we know about cannabis in 2019? My guest today is Patrick Ray, the CEO of Canopy Boulder, a business accelerator and investment fund for this industry. To be clear, this is not about whether you agree with legalization. Instead, it's focused on the trends and challenges to expect. So here's my conversation with Patrick Ray. So some experts in the cannabis industry have said that 2019 will be the biggest year in cannabis so far. Do you agree with that statement and why? Absolutely. The industry is not getting smaller. It's only getting larger Uh, More states are coming online with fully legal medical or adult use markets, and the federal government has passed the farm bill legalizing CBD and hemp. So I think 2019 will be the biggest year the cannabis industry has seen uh, forever. And I want to talk a little bit more about CBD and hemp a little later. But first, what do you think the top one or two trends in the cannabis industry will be for 2019? Uh, in 2018, we saw a lot of companies in Canada and the United States going public on the Canadian Stock Exchange. Because it was legalized in October and they knew that was coming. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, those stock prices uh, went up and they're starting to come down. So how the industry continues to engage with the public markets is definitely going to be a top hot topic of discussion in 2019. So back in the U.S., obviously it's not accepted everywhere yet. CBS just rejected a Super Bowl ad that talked about marijuana. We talked about that on the show this week. It's still illegal in uh, in the U.S. under federal law. Banks still don't want to get involved. So how do cannabis companies operate inside such a gray area? Carefully. The uh, it, it is not easy. And anyone who thinks it is is not experienced in the cannabis industry. People ask me all the time who's making money in the cannabis industry, and my answer to them is the lawyers because it's complex. There's a lot of regulations, and you know you need attorneys to help guide you through and help you mitigate risk. Right now, are the risks and regulations as strict for hemp and CBD, and what are you seeing within that industry? Because if anybody doesn't know, those are forms of cannabis that don't actually get you high, but they're still cannabis. Right now... Hemp and CBD uh, may be perceived as being uh, less regulated than cannabis, full full octane THC cannabis, uh, but we're still waiting for the regulations to come out around CBD and hemp. The uh, United States Department of Agriculture 
and the FDA are going to have to harmonize their positions on these products, CBD and hemp, uh, this year. To So there's more clarity about how companies should move forward in this industry. Because we have heard that big companies like Coca-Cola are thinking about getting into at least CBD, right, and putting that into their drinks. We are talking to all of those players, um, many of those players in those markets, and they are active, very actively looking at this space, trying to figure out a way for them to participate and benefit from the upside growth of the cannabis, hemp, and CBD industries. These are industries that will have a massive impact on our society for many, many, many years to come. And we're excited to be part of it. And you can read more about this topic and today's guest in today's show notes. That's also where you'll find links to all the stories we talked about in this episode. Just go to thenewsworthy.com, click episodes, and find today's date. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, The Newsworthy is ready for you by four in the morning every weekday. So we will chat again tomorrow. Have a great day. Mm -hmm.